Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. By the time you hear this Jesus Fix It episode, it will be MLK Day 2023. Yes, it will. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to us all. We want to share this quick devotional with you before we get started, and it'll tie into what we're talking about today. Um, Ephesians 4.32, if I can talk. (laughs) I do do that for a living, right? Okay. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. It says, today is the day we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Many people celebrate in great numbers, and that's a very good thing. We should all take the time to honor this man and his courage today. But I wonder how many actually know the reason why this day is so important in our history. Here's the reason. In 1956 in Montgomery, Alabama, a young unknown Baptist preacher came home to find a large crowd gathered in front of his house that had just been bombed. He ran inside to see if his wife and daughter had survived. When he found that they were unharmed, he comforted them before going outside to face a large, angry crowd. I mean, can you imagine? His house had been bombed, didn't know if his family was alive. Okay, everything's all good. Yeah. Wife, daughter, they're okay. The emotions now, I would be feeling. The emotions. In that. Now yes. I have to go confront this crowd. Mm-hmm. They had gathered with chains and weapons to retaliate. We are going to retaliate against this white community for such a despicable deed. He told them there would be no retaliation today. Yeah. Jesus tells us, love our enemies to forgive those who persecute us. Now go home. Thus began the legacy of an amazing man with a unique spirit, Martin Luther King Jr. What King did on that occasion isn't natural. It's supernatural. The ability to forgive our enemies who have wronged us. It's often beyond our natural ability, but it's the spirit of Christ. It's true Christianity. It's powerful. It's powerful and it's available to us all. It can and it will change the world. Now, that's what we were talking about today. Forgiveness. Now, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. if I was living during that time, And I'm just going to keep it real. Somebody bombed my house and I'm in that angry crowd. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I think I would be the same way. Like, it's taken me a while in my life to turn the other cheek. Like, I can do that now because I know I serve a God who the vengeance is his. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't always been able to turn the other cheek. Yeah, me either. So, um, in honor of MLK today, we wanted to um, talk about forgiveness. Do you in your own life think you have that power to forgive? Now, it may not be something like that, but what is it in your life that you're holding on to? Is there a person that you that you can't forgive right now? Maybe it is yourself for something. What is it right now in your life that you were just holding on to? And you're like, "Mm -mm, I can't. If this man can forgive somebody for bombing his house, I mean, 
your wife and your child is on the inside of that. They could have been killed. As soon as he rolled up on the scene, he didn't know if they were alive or dead. Right. You know, like, I mean, what are your thoughts? I tell you, I, I look back on my own life and, and there have been a handful of incidents where I had to work at forgiveness. Forgiveness is not my default setting. Um, you do something to hurt my feelings. You do something to cause me physical or emotional pain. My first reaction is I'm going to get even. I am going to make you suffer as much or more than you made me. That's my default setting. That's my first reaction. But I can remember a handful of things. Uh, the first one is a, a relationship that came to an end. And it was, it was very difficult because the relationship was basically ending because of betrayal. Mm -hmm. I worked at forgiving the circumstance, forgiving the individual involved, and even praying that the new person in their life would come to know Jesus and that they would find a life together through Christ. Mm -hmm. However, I, it, I prayed it. And I said, and, and I'll just be honest with you, my, my prayer was, God, I do not feel this in my heart, but I know this is the right thing. I am praying and I'm saying right now, I forgive that person. Do I feel it? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, what do I feel? I feel anger. I feel like being vindictive. I feel like being petty. But I know what I'm supposed to do is say I forgive. So I pray and I forgive. And then as soon as the anger would come back, I would stop and go, okay, I'm going to pray and forgive. Choose to forgive. It took a long time for me to actually look and go, oh, you know what? I have forgiven that person. That stress, that pain, that desire to be vindictive or to get even, that's gone now. And along with it was a lot of the stress that I was carrying in my heart, too. It was just literally physical stress. But that that is a... I don't I think I don't think <laughs> I would have been able to to take that approach if I had not been a Christian or if I were not a Christian. Oh, I don't think totally, I could do that. Totally had to have the spirit of God. Yeah. All in him. And um you said you said use the word petty. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was completely like, petty. I know I already have a petty spirit. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. I pray about it every day. Look, I'm going look we promise to always keep it real with you. Yep. I have a petty spirit. It's not something I'm proud of. Yeah. I have a petty spirit. I can't help it. Well, I can't help it. I'm You're I'm working on I'm, it. I'm working on it. God is still working on all of this. Um there are so so many levels to forgiveness. First of all, I honestly feel like sometimes before you can get to the level of forgiving someone Sometimes you just have to feel the things. Yeah. Now, some people, you can just, some people are just able to release, forgive, release, and let go and move on. They can, they have a spirit about them. My grandma was like that. Right. She had a spirit about her. Like if you did something to her, she could pray about you. And that could mean that she could either forgive you, you could stay in her life, or she would bless and release and move on. It's right. in God's hands now. And she'd be all good. She would not hold on to that. I'm not that person. Sometimes I have to feel all the things. I have to go through the stages. I have to be mad. 
I have to pray Mm -hmm. and then I have to have my moment. And then it's like, okay, God, I've cried about it. I've prayed about it. I've been mad about it. I've been angry. I've said the things. Now I'm ready to forgive. It's like I have to go through all of those steps. I'm not the type of person where you can do something to me and then it's like, Okay, you did this thing to me. I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I wish I was that person. I'm not always that person. I guess it just depends on what it is. Like if you do something like small and petty to me, it's like, oh, okay, you got me this time. You right. won't get me again. I forgive you, but I'm done. Like I'm not I, that see, person. Like the individual I, that that as soon as something very as soon as something significant happens, their re, uh, their reaction, their first reaction is, "Oh, I forgive you," and they move on. I'll be honest with you; I have doubt about the genuine, the veracity of that forgiveness. Oh, I, yeah. Forgive me, but <laughs> coin a phrase. There's something <laughs> I call, and not to pick on any one denomination, but it's how I was raised. I call it the Baptist facade. It's the smile. Oh, I forgive you. Don't worry about it. That's the face. But behind, it's like, oh, wait till I get my opportunity to get back at you. Wait until you give me one chance. That ain't all Baptist, though. Uh, no, and that's why I'm saying I'm not <laughs> okay. picking on But it's like I was yeah. raised in a Baptist church, and when okay. I saw that, that was my you phrase have a lot for of, it. You have some past church. Yeah, church. right, okay. exactly. Um, there are family members who had— Okay, I'm just going to be blunt. There are family members that had abuse. Mm-hmm. And when it was brought forth and there was uh, healing going through and therapy and so forth, there were individuals in the church that said, well, you have to forgive that person. And while technically that's very true. Yeah, but you can't be made to. You have you. to let me. You have to let me have my moment. You right. have to. You can't force somebody to forgive. You have to, if you're going to forgive somebody and it's forced upon you, it's not true forgiveness. That's exactly I have to right. come to that on and, my own. And there was no understanding of that. Mm-hmm. There was, you have to forgive that person. Yes, I know. And when I'm God working puts on that, that in my heart. And when I'm there, when I have gone through therapy, when I have gone through all of the emotion and I am at the place where I can forgive, I will. And that attitude was met with condensate or uh, being very condescending. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Quote, well, your faith must not be strong enough for you. Oh, no. Mm -mm. And that attitude does so much to damage the person, keep in mind, who's already been abused. Yes. You are just piling on. I agree. So when, when, when you have the opportunity that you are wronged and you, you, you know, the voice in the back of your head says, well, you know, you're going to have to forgive that person. It's okay not to feel the act of forgiveness, not to feel it. And, and, and it's like what I did. I was honest with God. It's like, you know what? I know I'm supposed to, and I'm going to say it, but I don't feel it in my heart. That's mm-hmm. something, you, God, you and I are going to have to work on. And it takes time. And of another, course it takes time. And another thing that some people um, don't always realize is you can forgive people without even speaking to them again um it doesn't always mean you're holding a grudge it just means it's your peace it's like i can forgive you but it doesn't mean you have to be in my life anymore it means that season is gone and actually for me sometimes that's been that's what my forgiveness is like that's a stipulation of my forgiveness Mm -hmm. i can forgive you but our season has come to an end. Yes. That's peace. That's that's my peace. Yep. That's um 
how I can forgive you is that we don't we don't talk, we don't see each other. It's just a bless and release. And sometimes and it be like that, that sometimes. Yeah. That's just and I think that's okay. I do too, because there's no reason to once you've forgiven and and gotten over a hurt to put yourself in a position to no. be hurt again. No, if God chooses to restore that relationship one day, hey, right. we don't know what God what steps what steps God will yeah. order. Hey, that's you know, yeah. whatever. We don't know. But I know I know a couple people who got a divorce because there were some really rough things that happened in their marriage. And because both the husband and the wife both sought the direction of God in their life with everything that was in them. God brought them back together because then they were genuinely able to heal from the hurt. Mm -hmm. They were genuinely able to forgive each other and to seek what God had for them. But that doesn't happen in every case. No. There Mm -hmm. are times when there is a hurt that is so significant that in order to move forward, you have to separate yourself away from— from what it it's was. Just that time. And when you have somebody that tells you that that's not the will of God, I would tell you to spend more time in the Word, spend more time in prayer, and let God guide you. Sometimes we mean to be, we, we have the best intentions when we give advice, but we're way off base. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something you just have to understand is that we mean well, yeah. but we're off base. Yeah. And and how you deal with something is between you and God, mm-hmm. period. Yes. And those are the only two individuals that are necessary in that situation is, where's your heart at? Is it where it's supposed to be? Yay. If it's not, let God work on you. Mm-hmm. And then let God take his time doing it. Yeah. Forgiveness course, is so hard. <laughs> it is very, yeah. very hard. And, you know, it's... It boils down to, all right, I'm going to just speak for me. It boils down to the selfishness. Sometimes, not, well, for all, the, me, not all the time, but oh, okay. The, the inability yeah. to forgive usually mm-hmm. boils down to selfishness. You've done something to hurt my feelings. You've done something that um, you don't show me the level of respect that I feel that I deserve. You're not showing me the kind of reverence that I feel that I deserve. So therefore, I'm having trouble to forgive you of your error. Well, first of all, they didn't commit an error. It's my selfishness that's getting offended. Well, not all the time. Some, no, no, no. I'm just speaking some, for me. Okay. Just speaking for me. Yeah. And well, that's, even when, even for yourself, sometimes you can be genuinely hurt. Oh, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. people can actually wrong you, like commit. Yeah. You know, can harm you, and sometimes, you know. Sometimes people really do hurt you, and it's not that. Like I understand what you're saying, yeah. And sometimes um, it can be like things where you do need to let go of your pride and yeah. just okay, let it go. It's right. not that serious. So it can be situations like that. I come from but, a, as a as an angle of I'm pretty much unoffendable. Oh, it's okay. very difficult to offend me because mm-hmm. I just don't take you that seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. Yeah. And so when I find myself being a little offended, I have to look at it. It's like, okay, did they actually do something that offended me or am I being selfish? Am I getting in the way? Or are you mad at yourself for being offended? Well, yeah, That's there's that the too. That's the deeper issue too. Yeah. Are you mad at yourself for having feelings? Stop it. I'm not going to lay on the sofa because I'm being a therapist right now. Are you mad at yourself for actually caring? 
Uh, there's an aspect to that. Yeah. There's an aspect to that. And of course, it also boils down to when you care, you're setting down your armor, you're being vulnerable, mm-hmm. you're trusting, and you know, listen, you know, when you care, when you have feelings, when you are vulnerable, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. That's it's part, part of, of it. it. Yes. It, it, that's life, but it's also part of the joy and the experience that God has created for us in this life is to mm-hmm. experience. So yeah, uh, when I set down my armor, when I become vulnerable and I get hurt, yeah, I get angry at myself. Go, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. You knew that was going to happen. Keep the armor up, buddy. Don't put the armor down. That is Keep straight it going. from Satan. Yes, it is. That is straight <laughs> from him. Oh, okay. Another. How much do I owe you for this therapy session? That one is free. Really? Yes. Okay. Bring me some coffee. No. Okay. Deal. (laughs) Another area of forgiveness is forgiving ourselves. That is so, so hard because we can be so hard on ourselves. And there have been two. Now, okay, I'll say three instances in my life where I have really found it hard to forgive myself. One instance is an ongoing thing, and that's momming, being a mom. I am always trying to forgive myself for something, um, some type of decision. So that's basically like an ongoing thing. But one other instance was um, when I had just come to Spirit FM, um, I was an office manager. And this lady called one day, and she wanted me to pray for her. And she said, "Um, my husband is done with our marriage, and... I don't want it to be over, but he has told me he is done. It's finished. I do not want it to be over, but he's packed his bags. He's left. It's like he's walked out the door. He Mm. has his own place. We are currently separated. He's served me with papers. It is over. Would you please pray for me? Yeah. And at the time when I first started Spirit, I was in the process of getting a divorce myself. So So I really felt for this lady. And I was like, absolutely. I said, I'm going through a divorce myself. And I was like, I'll pray right now. And as I started to pray for her, I said the words, something like, um, I'm just praying in the name of Jesus, if it is in God's will for him to restore your marriage. She stopped me right there. What do you mean if it's in God's will? Mm. It's a marriage. Of course it's in God's will that we reconcile. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I didn't know what to say to her. Like, right. And I know she was probably coming from a place of hurt. She was like, I don't want to listen to the station again. I don't want to talk to you. I call, I call to you because... I trusted you guys, and you're saying that it's not in God's will to heal my marriage? It took me forever to forgive myself for saying that. Right. And, like, I I cried. I yeah. talked to my pastor about that. He was like, you didn't say anything wrong. Right. He was like, it, it ha- like, she- if it is. She was looking for others to agree with her approach and now, of how like, things need to be done. And I guess I knew that, but right, it, like I think in in my heart I knew that, especially yeah. since I was going through the same hurt. I, in yeah. my heart I knew that, but in that moment, 
it was like, I think I beat myself up because I was like, you're tender too. You should have known not to say that. Like, I don't know. But that was, that's just one thing that has always stood out to me um, when I talk about forgiving myself. Because even though I know in my heart that I didn't say anything wrong, it took me mm-hmm. a long time to forgive myself. Because if you just would have heard this woman's sobs, yeah. she was like, you ever heard somebody cry where they can barely catch their breath? Been there. That Me too. Been there. That's how she was crying on the yeah. phone to me. Yeah. And I was like, I have caused her so much pain. So that was one moment. And then um, another moment that I um, couldn't forgive myself is when my father passed away. Mm. I um, went into the hospital for surgery on... Um, a Monday, I, he was in the hospital for surgery on Sunday. He had had surgery actually on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was with him Saturday, left, came back Sunday. Me and my sister were there to check on him. And then I was with him on Sunday all day. And then I left Sunday. And I actually felt like, okay, I'm tired of being in this hospital. I'm going home now. Yeah. And he was like, I love you. Yeah, you need to go home and get ready for your surgery because I had surgery on Monday morning. And um, after I left the hospital on Sunday, I didn't call him Monday because I was thinking, okay, I'll call him when I get out of surgery. Right. I had complications. Perfectly normal. I had complications from my surgery. And I didn't get to go home when I was supposed to. Well, by the time I got home from my surgery, got in bed Um, I hadn't called him all day after I got home from surgery because of my complications. And as soon as I got home, I think I was in bed like two hours. I got the call that he died. Uh, Yeah. Talk about. I carried that for like two years, like just beating yourself up on a regular basis. I should have called my dad. I don't care how I don't care that I had surgery. I should have called my dad. Why didn't I call my dad? Like, I carry that. I think there's a part of me that I still haven't forgiven myself for that. Probably. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many parts of forgiveness, like forgiving others, forgiving ourselves. And that there are so many of us, like we talk about forgiveness. We can forgive people quicker than we, we can forgive other people quicker than we can even forgive ourselves for things. And it's. I don't know. Forgiveness is just hard. It's just one of those things. And I struggle with self forgiveness. It is I can I can, just like you said, I can forgive somebody else much easier than I forgive myself. There are times when you mention forgiving yourself, I'm like, Oh yeah, I probably ought to work on that. Yeah. Because I don't even think about it. I just I just beat myself up about things. It's like, you know what? That's not what God wants for us. But it is a freeing thing. Like I have been in those situations where I have held on to um, holding a grudge or somebody has like made me so mad. Like I think about my ex-husband who um, really, really like I'm not even going to get into that. But (laughs) I mean, I just think about some past hurts and I think about the point in which I was like, you know what? I'm not living like this. Like this is a prison. Like, look, I have a job that I love I have people that love me. I love my kids. They are thriving. 
why am I being held? Like, why am I letting yeah. this consume me? I'm just going to let it go. Talk about freeing. Yep. So I always thought it, it was like- it took you a, a while to get to that realization. Yes, but I always thought it was like a cliche thing. It's going to be so freeing <laughs> to let it go. I'm going to just go run through a field of lilies. But this piece that people talk about with it's forgiveness, real. it is real. And so I guess that's why we wanted to just bring this up on this MLK- podcast celebration um, as we celebrate this man. We we always talk about MLK since since we've done the podcast. We always celebrate in some way, mm-hmm. but um, never taking this kind of approach. I think just giving you something to think about today. If there's somebody in your life you need to forgive, if if there's something you're holding on to, Our prayer is that you will listen to us today and just really think about your heart being at peace. Think about that release. And think about the verse, Ephesians 4.32. I'm going to read it one more time. And because I can't talk today, I'm going to say the verse again. Ephesians 4.32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education Stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. Toys for the kiddos, from Melissa and Doug, science and craft activity kits, they're all 30% off. And you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect to laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.